0: Hey, psst, over here, in your left speaker, now I'm in your right speaker, it's me, you know the one, yeah, that's right, me, I'm here to tell you about somegoodshows.biz slash merch, you know this podcast is you're listening to right now, right, it's coming out of your left speaker right now, and coming out of your right speaker right now, now it's coming out of both, that's right, that's classic me, isn't it? This podcast that you're listening to has a corresponding t-shirt. It's called the Hamburglar t-shirt, I think. You can buy it and put it on yourself and you will be marginally less cold than you were the moment before you put it on. That's what we like to call a little bit of Hamburglar magic. Here's a little sound effect for you. Anyway, I'm running out of ideas for these commercials, so I better go. But hey, check out somegoodshows.biz slash merch. You can get a shirt for a bunch of different fucking shows on this fucking network. Uh, that's that's it. Toodaloo. Here I go to the left speaker, and I'm leaving right now.
1: Good morning, friends, and welcome to Hamburg Lord, the show where we explore the weird characters in history that's used to sell you food and other garbage. I'm your host, Cam Koenig, and I am Nathan Brand. I made it through that sentence barely as well. (laughs) (laughs) And today we're joined by our good, good pal, Jesse Peterson. Jesse, how's it going, bud?
2: It is going. It is a extended weekend that is full yeah. of just
1: things to do and and so yeah. uh I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. I so I, I just got a cat pretty recently and I'm still like buying a whole lot of cat things and like yesterday on like the first of the three day weekend I just like popped an adderall, threw on some long form <laughs> YouTube videos and just like built a cat tree and cleaned my entire apartment. <laughs> um so that's like I'm, I'm like already tired from that but like i still have so much more to do so you know whatever
0: we're recording this full disclosure on uh the fourth of july long day weekend long weekend and uh i was preparing to do my report on
1: uncle sam today but i didn't want to do that <laughs> well uh jesse something we ask everybody here what's your favorite fast food item
2: See, I I remembered I was going to be on this show yesterday, and I started panicking.
1: (laughs) It's weirdly a hard question. Yeah, because I like
2: all fast food. Like, I don't think I've ever been to a fast food restaurant where I'm like, ah, this is garbage. Even, like, the worst thing, I'm like, I'll eat it. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. honestly. Like, I saw that we finally got a new, we're getting a new KFC finally
0: in our, our town because we haven't had one in ages. I'm like, finally, KFC's back. <laughs> yeah. like, it's not a good
1: place to eat. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a restaurant, arguably. KFC is one of those, uh, it, it's it's weird to me because like I used to have it like a good amount growing up, but it's something mm-hmm. that I just forget exists. Like I I never ever remember that KFC exists. Even whenever I'm like looking at like Colonel Sanders ads, I'm like, oh yeah, like KFC is real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I think
2: I gonna I do want to put in a controversial opinion. All right. All right. What you got? I like in and out a lot. I'm a california mm-hmm. kid born and raised. I like in and okay. out a lot. I understand people always complain that the fries are bad when they come to California. Right. Mhm. My argument is no one's had natural like homemade fries then right, <laughs> because yeah. they're so fresh. Like they make them there. They don't freeze <laughs> fries and yeah. make them
0: people are used to fries that taste like potatoes actually
2: yeah, yeah. so like everyone's like yeah these fries are cold real fast and they don't taste good i'm like that's what happens to fries you make at home when you cut them up and
0: deep fry them i'm sorry these aren't mutants
2: <laughs> yeah so yeah i, I guess in and out it was like the like the top tier for me around okay. here and okay. so a double double animal style with uh, on the fries and on the burger because mm-hmm. i am garbage sometimes and also with uh those peppercinis on. Too. Mm, okay, uh, I, okay. I, I the older I get, the more I like spice. I guess.
0: Yeah. Sure. You're trying yeah. to have those weird car farts on the way home, is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. Lactose intolerant. Give me that Neapolitan milkshake. But let's go.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Okay. We. Oh my god. Just yeah. Thinking about milkshake combinations. Mm. So, if you have a rallies or checkers around you, this mm-hmm. is.
1: A- I've only got chess, but. Oh shit, i got connect four because it's like my brain level right now i got operation what you need after eating fucking rallies or if i were a
0: yeah if i were a guest on this show my answer to favorite fast food item would be going to rallies and saying hey can you give me a half banana half chocolate shake mm, that shit pretty good. that shit is absolutely the most supreme shit um that is like, oh my god, you dip your fucking fries in it, fuck it, I'll, I'll take mm. a bath in that shit cold, dude, I don't mm. give a shit. I'm
2: terrible, because I'm really lactose intolerant, but I don't care, I just never care that I am.
1: <laughs> That's true, I've noticed with a lot of people I know who are lactose intolerant. Yeah, I don't know what it is,
2: uh, but we were playing d d yesterday, and yeah. we're like, hey, you guys want to get Cold Stone? Oh. And I'm like, yeah, I'll get some Cold Stone. I do. And I got like so much chocolate with the Cold Stone like, ice cream, too, and I'm like... I, I don't use the bathroom at my friend's house ever, so I have to drive, like, 40 minutes
1: home know, and just, like, I die. Have to, I, know, I, don't I don't
0: have to drive home and take a shit, guys. Bye.
1: <laughs> well, speaking well, of... <laughs> um, speaking of driving home and taking a shit, I'd, I'd like to... I'd like to tell you all a little story. I'm ready. A man walks outside, looks at the sky, and senses something is wrong. And so he... Gives his dog some treats to go and find it. The dog sprints into the nearby forest. Begins digging. And a plume of light shoots up from the ground. And then a rainbow is unleashed from the earth, curving over the man's house. It begins to start pouring down rain, but it's not rain, it's candy. (gasps) The man is overtaken with joy and begins grabbing (laughs) containers and fills them up with candy. They do not fully comprehend what they have just unleashed. Oh, no. Historians have called these small treats Skittles. Skittles. The the name comes from, uh, like, the lawn bowling style game of the same name, Uh, but nobody really understands the true origin and 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 that's true i did a little bit of research and all i could find was they were created by a british company um in 1974 um but it is it is, it is understood that they did begin appearing in europe in 1974 and made appearing their way in europe uh, just and, showing up places yeah, yeah yeah there's in
2: people's pockets like there's no wrapper it's <laughs> like i Dude. just wore, i
1: have a pocket full of these candies <laughs> oh. don't worry we'll, we'll get there um and then began appearing in North America in 1979. Hereby going forward, I'm, I'm going to start referring to incidents involving these candies as like a blanket statement of the Skittles phenomenon. <laughs> the Skittling. Because uh, I don't think they're candy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. A young boy. Looks to be about high school age, has 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 been diagnosed from his doctor with something called Skittles pox. <laughs> uh, the candies are, you know, spotted across his body just all over. Um, you know, it's he's just he he seems perfectly normal, but he's just, you know, kind of covered in these little candy uh, little like, you know, they were just like kind of growths on his body. Um typical <gasps> high school. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. It's that time in a young man's life.
0: Yep. Starts sprouting Skittles. Doesn't know how to talk
1: to girls. He's with a girl <laughs> of the same age, um, and they're they're hanging out under the bleachers, and she just immediately grabs one of the Skittles off of his face and just impulsively eats it. <laughs> um <laughs> Symptoms begin showing for her, similar to this young boy's Skittles pox outbreak, uh, just immediately. Um, you know, he he's like hiding the fact like she eats it and then asks, is it contagious? And he's just like, oh, well, n- no, I don't think so. And then like the 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 video ends. It's very interesting Taking a step back to look at the fact that the young boy's doctor knows of the skittles phenomenon because he did call it skittles pox, but it's not really seen as a problem. you know this kid isn't quarantined or as far as I know, hasn't been you know placed in isolation for study or anything so so do skittles
0: exist in the world of the commercials like is 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 it like oh cool, you have skittles growing on you, or is it like? What is this? I'm gonna eat
1: it. Uh, it. It's understood that they are skittles. Like people know what skittles are. <laughs> it is understood yes. that they are skittles. Yes. <laughs> so this boy, not being quarantined or studied or anything, you know, it, it, Ain't it, it no kind of boy. right. It kind of implies that the doctor is familiar with this. Like, like the doctor understands the skittles phenomenon. It's almost like this has happened before. It's almost like we as a people can't control the fact that we want them or that the candies made us want them. <laughs> oh. I have
0: what no is, idea where this is going at all. Full disclosure, Candy didn't happening? even tell me what the report was going to be on. <laughs>
1: An interesting thing to note about the Skittles phenomenon, which I will go into a few examples here shortly, is that different creatures and individuals actually react completely differently to the exposure of Skittles for no fully understood reason. Um, And we're going to go ahead and get into a couple of examples here for you. Um, Scene. A wild bear (laughs) is en route to a small Russian village. The villagers see him, you know, making the trek over and they they immediately sound their alarm grab pitchforks to defend themselves like they always have. You know, this is this is this does not seem to be a new situation for them. You know, uh, it's implied from this vignette that these, this is something that's not foreign to this particular village. You know, they're used to, you know, bears from the local like the nearby forest going and attacking them on the regular, you know. Um, but upon the bear's arrival they they discover something a little bit different about it it's 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 covered in small candies similar to hmm. uh the the previous uh boy that we mentioned it's it it looks to be very similar to a uh, a quote skittles pox infection um <laughs> the bear reaches the villagers and instead of attacking like it normally would it just begins to roll over and exposes its belly and surrenders to the villagers but the villagers, you know, they, they see these little candies on it and they, they can't help themselves. They just reach in and start picking them off and just they start eating s- they them. S- they sup of the bear flesh. Mm-hmm. The response of the villagers to this situation implies that this bear was not in its right mind. Like, the Skittles phenomenon is inducing a cordyceps-fungus-like control over the mm-hmm. host body. This is some Princess Mononoke stuff. <laughs> yeah, seeing this bear as the best vector to infect the nearby village. Oh, no. The next scene. <laughs> <laughs> a man is sitting at his desk. He's at work. He, he is just feeling like, you know, life isn't worth living anymore. He looks completely defeated fucking commits Skittleside. <laughs> <laughs> he, he laments to his coworkers that, you know, they think this is very cool, but the fact that everything that he touches turns to Skittles is actually a curse, you know. Um, it's great to everyone except for him because, you know. He's been through so many wives. As far as everybody else knows, you know, they just have access to, you know, Skittles that, you know, they are believed to be wanting constantly. He laments that he can't hold his newborn son. You know, like it's (laughs) the fact that there is a newborn son also implies that this is a relatively new thing for him. He's still figuring out how to adjust to this. You know, everybody around him is viewing it as a party trick because it's like this new cool thing their co-worker Brad can do. Um, He can't change his own clothes. Every time he touches his own clothes, they just turn to Skittles. You know, other people have to change him for him, which also implies that, you know, he can only turn things into these candies whenever it's something that he is willingly touching. Um, he shook- a, he mentions that he shook a man's hand on the bus today and reduced him to a pile of candy, lamenting that he'll never speak to his family again. Oh my god! I, I, I know this isn't the big three,
2: but is this man Sugar Rocky of
1: Skittles? He's, he's Sugar Rocky. <laughs> Please do not get ahead of me. Oh no! This form of what I'm calling, quote, hyper transmission of this, uh, I'm going to call it for right now, a disease is the only recorded evidence of these symptoms existing. You know, this is the ability to turn any matter willingly into more copies of this, quote, disease. And that's terrifying. There is no known cure. Or the Skittles phenomenon. Now, uh, this is uh this is the part where we're going to go on a bit of a journey because I think (laughs) I I may now we are (laughs) I feel like I've been on a journey already, but I think I may have covered some truths about the origins of the Skittles phenomenon. To to get into that, we need to take a look back, far back, ancient history, ancient human history. In the Old Testament, yes, Ezekiel (laughs) one twenty eight reads quote. The appearance of the brilliant light all around him was like that of a rainbow in a cloud on a rainy day. This was the appearance of the likeness of the glory of the Lord. And when I saw it, I fell face down and heard a voice speaking. It has been suggested that, you know, uh, this visit was from some form that we couldn't comprehend, some sort of ancient aliens to our world. (laughs) From where? Well, the answer has been just right in front of us this whole time. Who makes Skittles? Mars Incorporated. Mars! Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, if, if you consider all this information, this isn't actually a disease or virus or illness or whatever you want to call it. It's forced evolution <laughs> by things that are just so far beyond our comprehension and they're just forcing us to catch up. So many of us have already been touched by the Skittles phenomenon, and you probably (laughs) don't even know it. But everybody listening to this right now, I guarantee you at some point throughout this report, you've had the memory of the taste of Skittles grace your taste buds. You know what that taste is. And if you haven't, don't worry. Sooner or later, we all (laughs) taste the rainbow. Okay. (laughs) Okay. duck.
2: Yeah, I, I didn't skip yeah. church today for, for yeah. particular reasons, and I didn't know I was going to get it in this show. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate it. Um, also puts the, the movie The Martian in a whole different other sure context. Does. Sure
1: does. <laughs> the Martian. So, <laughs> so, yeah, um, uh, Skittles are... Uh, I, I'm likening it to... Uh, you're a I, I I'm likening it to, if you're familiar with uh, Nier or Drakengard lore, um, the incurable disease in Nier is literally made from the falling like salt like body and the remains of a god that was killed in modern day Tokyo and so you know this 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 means that some sort of ancient alien deity visited our planet and part of it was buried underground for us to discover and we have now set forth on a course of human evolution the likes of which we've never seen so a martian
0: god a martian god died was buried and then its its energies erupted from the earth causing a like a like a dragon rot mm-hmm. of of yeah. of sugar mm-hmm. um uh,
2: yeah, you know, in in the in the Bible they say that Lot's wife turned to salt when yeah. she looked back. But maybe it's one of those things where like little kids don't know what spicy is. They didn't know yeah, what sugar was exactly. at times,
1: so <laughs> she turned into skittles. Corn syrup probably didn't exist then. But those ancient aliens yeah. sure as fuck had it. It's yeah. like when on The Simpsons when Rod and Todd had a pixie
0: stick for the first time and they went absolutely apeshit. Yeah,
1: absolutely, <laughs> absolutely.
0: So
2: Cam, I noticed there was a a, a missing vignette from uh, one of your. Stories. Oh, it, a this lot. could be
1: fake. It could be. Could be a fake. It could thing. be apocryphal. <laughs> I. I think I know. I think I know what ad you're talking about. From the the Gnostic Skittles commercials.
2: <laughs> I'm thinking about the man who had the baby that had the Skittles touch. I I remember seeing one of these <laughs> vignettes of a man, uh, maybe uh, ejaculating the Skittles. Yes.
1: yes, I did see that. <laughs> and I, so, I'm wondering if this
2: is the same
1: man. So I. It, it is not um so i saw that <laughs> ad and i thought about like finding a way to write Camp's that like, in. i know the jizz you're talking yeah <laughs> no like straight up like that video that jesse's talking about is like an ad that was like reportedly banned i haven't seen if it's like i haven't done enough research to find out if it's actually real or not i watched it I don't because think it it it's fucking hilarious but like it's very good. straight up it's literally just like two people after a wedding straight up fucking um and then the dude like uh like nuts skittles (laughs) all over her and that's the commercial which feels like it would be super painful yeah that's like (laughs) passing so many kidney stones dude like are Ah, you fucking kidding ah. yeah yeah
2: (laughs) no 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 um also where does the the berries and cream kid come in that's what i was waiting for is he like is he like a prophet is he, Maybe. is he the messenger
1: of the God? Look, there's a lot of weird shit out here. Um, like there is an ad that I watched where uh, this uh, this uh, older lady, this older woman would eat a skittle and the person next to her, he would say what flavor it was. And then after a while, um, it pans out to a wider shot of both of them sitting on the couch. And you find out that that man is the woman's son and they never cut the umbilical cord off. And so he can uh, taste
0: what she eats. This is Silent Hill. Yeah. <laughs> this is absolutely yeah. Silent Hill. Yeah. Uh, I, I, now, recently it was
2: Pride Month and uh, Skittles gave us the colors back. Yeah. Um, are they sentient enough to know what month it is to make sure to do that? <laughs> Maybe. You know?
1: We don't know. Um, Another thing that I did forget to write down, but I did want to make sure I pointed out... Um. You know, uh, this, uh, the, the, these quote Skittles are very intelligent, yeah. you know, with how they transmit, you know, like obviously yeah. they uh, do different things depending on what, you know, creature it infects. But something that I've noticed is, uh, they, they realized that a certain subset of, uh, of, uh, humans were, were not eating any Skittles, uh, for particular reasons. And so they evolved to make it to where anybody can eat them by, uh, removing uh animal gelatin from their makeup in 2009 mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. now vegans vegan. can be uh now vegans can evolve too now vegans can evolve too i i uh i don't think of it so much as infection as more of enlightenment you know because maybe <laughs> maybe this is just where we're supposed to end up as people maybe this is our like our destiny you know yeah. <laughs> cam enough of you in destiny <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
2: Skittles is also one of those candies that I always remember, like, my grandmother just having, like, random, like, a yellow Skittle or orange Skittle just randomly at the bottom of her purse with, like, the other random candy that she would have. Yeah. It's just a yeah. loose Skittle. Yeah.
0: Skittles and M&Ms are the ones where it's just like, I've j- I, I've there
1: are some on me I know it. Yeah, no, I'm, uh, every time I, like, change out my trash can, I always, like, just see a random M&M at the bottom from when I missed the trash can after it fell on the floor, and I'm too lazy to pick it up. <laughs> It's fair <laughs> well so um, <laughs> we'll be right back we're gonna take a quick break and then we'll come back and uh i don't know probably ruin your lives more we'll be right back all right everyone we are back uh nathan take it away cry havoc,
0: and let slip the dogs of war. Love Clifford. (laughs) War never changes, except when you sub pickles for extra onions or say no cheese or no ketchup or uh, this metaphor is getting away from me. (laughs) Today I'm going to tell you about an ongoing proxy war that has been raging since the early 70s and one rogue soldier that ventured to end the conflict once and for all. The Burger Wars are a series of off and on comparative advertising campaigns consisting of mutually targeted advertisements that highlight intense competition between hamburger fast food chains like McDonald's, Burger King, and some lesser uh, satellite chains. This started in the early 70s and went on for a long time, and major burger brands spent so much money on publicly dunking on one another that some of them took severe losses and (laughs) dropped out of the war. By the mid-1980s, the constant spending on advertising began to affect the major players. In 87, Burger King laid off more than 100 people from its corporate headquarters because they spent too much money on commercials saying that McDonald's sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the console wars were bad. Yeah, exactly. Right, Yeah. <laughs> um Ah, oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, conversely, McDonald's operating revenue and profit increased while its market share also grew. So it looks like McDonald's was winning. Smaller chains, such as Hardee's, became somewhat of a Switzerland in the Burger Wars, opting to sit out the conflict entirely. However, nothing ventured, nothing gained. And those that shy away from defending their honor in the global burger wars would be doomed to be, well hardy's <laughs> the, the burger wars died down in the mid to late 90s as burger king and other burger joints retreated from the battlefield however i believe that it is one restaurant's lone soldiers brave heroism that ended the burger wars for a time tortillas tomatoes lettuce cheese beef these individual zord like components come together to form the Megazord that is basically any taco bell food item yeah there's been many yeah. rumors about Taco Bell ingredient quality, some people saying that the ground
1: beef is just oatmeal. I don't know if you guys have <laughs> heard of that, that one, one yet. Yeah. Wild, because I don't know what kind of fucking oatmeal I have heard everything from oatmeal to actual horse, so... <laughs> yeah,
0: i the horse.
1: Or other people say that it's just grade
0: F meat. Even still, some people say that it's not even fit to be dog food. But one fast food mascot would disagree with this. In September of 1997, Taco Bell introduced a cute mascot named Gidget the Chihuahua. Yeah. yeah. The advertising campaign began during the peak of the Burger Wars, and the dog was made to speak. On, on Wikipedia, it says the dog was made to speak through special effects. Or so they claim. Oh.
1: Um, so, so you're saying if, uh, if, if Taco Bell uh, ended the, uh, the Burger Wars, then Taco Bell does what Nintendo don't. <laughs> Taco Bell's what McDonald's. <laughs> does. <laughs> Nate, are you having a stroke?
0: <laughs> yes. It's wild to me that somebody would not know about this ad campaign, but I'm 31 now and I'm basically on my way out of this world, so if you don't <laughs> know, these commercials, these commercials basically were Actually, they're literally Aflac commercials. Yeah, totally. An Animal just shows up and says the name of the thing
1: they're advertising, and then the commercial's on. And, over. like, the only one I actually really remember was whenever they did the, like, Godzilla 2000 tie-in marketing stuff. Yep. I don't talk about that, but I did read about it. Yeah, <laughs> like, ugh, fucking weird, man. What could I... Do you, you remember those Godzilla cup holders? Yeah! Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What, what, was, what was the point of those? <laughs> like... <laughs> That that came out around the time that I was like being like outwardly interested in a lot of things. And like, weirdly enough, the hype around that movie made me into monster movies. Yeah. yeah, I would not be who I was without the general hype surrounding Godzilla 2000, even though when I watched. (laughs) Thanks, Matthew Broderick. (laughs) Even though when I watched that movie, when I was whenever that movie came out, I'm like, yo, this fucking sucks.
0: It's so it is so wild because I also remember that ad campaign. Mm. I've never seen that movie. It's bad, but I remember being excited for the cartoon mm-hmm. that came out after the sequel cartoon, cartoon. that came out. Yeah. The cartoon rolled. <laughs> <laughs> um it's just so wild. I don't know if if like a lot of kids these days would have like a similar thing where they're like, oh my god, do you remember this ad thing mm-hmm. that ended up being nothing, but it's still just it's drilled into my brain. Yeah.
2: Um I also I also love that Matthew Barter was like, you know, I need to bring my career back from accidentally killing someone. Let me do yeah. Godzilla.
0: Yeah, <laughs> let, me do, yeah. let me do this Godzilla. <laughs> the sequel to uh Ferris Bueller, Godzilla. Um, but yeah, no, these were basically just aflac commercials. Um, nevertheless, Gidget was one of Taco Bell's first successful ad campaigns nationwide. Taco Bell doesn't really have mascots, right? Like McDonald's mm-hmm. has like a dozen motherfuckers that are just like, hi, I'm the fucking soft serve uh Elephant, or whatever, you know? Mm -hmm. But Taco Bell is like, what about dog? Yeah, (laughs) Softy the elephant was a childhood
2: treasure of mine. (laughs) Softy the (laughs) elephant.
0: Jesus Christ. So, this advertising campaign appealed to children and adults and offered an alternative to the burger wars. They were invited to think outside the bun. Mm. This peaceful third way, this Mexican pizza pacifism crunch wrapped up the conflict, and we were good to go.
1: Fuck <laughs> out. Fuck off. That's really good. That's very uh, impressive. Also, I'm really happy because I still say that things are crunch wrap supreme whenever they are good to go. Because I'm a fucking idiot. And then you do the hand thing, good to go. Yeah, no, I do that every time. Is your friend, you know. <laughs> yes are, are you are you a friend of the crunch rap? <laughs> are you a friend of gidget <laughs> oh uh. jesus christ
0: yeah no it's the, the resounding sound of peace had rung throughout the country just as the taco bell bell itself the ads themselves aren't really anything to write home about and are actually just kind of culturally insensitive when you get down yes. to it. Yes, they are, um, very. Many groups of people were upset with the cartoonish caricature that Gidget the Chihuahua depicted um, in many of these commercials. And anyway, describing the food at Taco Bell as Mexican food is an insult to tacos, bells, food, and like all of Latin America. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But as the Bible states, there will always be wars and rumors of wars. So as long as man exists on this earth, There will always be both of those things. In many ways, peace is just a power vacuum that can be taken advantage of by a conniving force. With Burger King retreating from the Burger Wars, it seemed as though the conflict had ended for the time being. However, in the early 2000s, the American public was hungry for war yet again in like a couple different ways if you think about it. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <the> New York... <laughs> I, I wrote that about the Burger Wars and I was like, oh, whoops. <laughs> the New York Times states that the poor economy of the late 2000s and early 2010s recessionary period led to the return of the burger wars or burger war (laughs) 2. Because of the tightened budgets, consumers had been forced to seek value and the major fast food chains were increasingly competing for consumer dollars. A March 2014 report in USA Today noted that Burger King was reviving the burger wars including clones of the Big Mac and McRib sandwiches in response to business declines at McDonald's. And this seems like a solid dunk by Burger King. But if you think about it for more than like 15 seconds, copying a restaurant that isn't doing well doesn't seem like the best idea, especially if one of those things is the McRib dude.
2: I was going to comment, like the only solid dunk from Burger King is like after I have Burger King.
1: Good. Very good. Very good. You're lucky if it's
0: solid. Um, (laughs) I had Burger King today um with the burger war 2 raging on gidget and their peaceful protest army sought to take down the powers that be by instigating a new war mm. this this included combat of course but also included straight up dunking on mcdonald's i'm of course talking about the breakfast wars yeah and... this is my favorite war yeah this this all this is this report today is all about the wars <laughs> um the entry of Taco Bell into the breakfast fast food business in 2014 for its United States locations triggered a breakfast war between Taco Bell and McDonald's. I don't know if you guys remember when this happened, mm-hmm. but I was like incredulous. Like, I was basically the cookies for breakfast yeah. guy <laughs> but about, I, Taco I was Bell.
1: a non-believer until I had that breakfast crunch wrap, and then my life changed. You are now good to go, yeah.
2: Breakfast Taco Bell started, uh, I think, my either second or like the second half of my first year of community college and i was like i have to be up at 7 a.m anyways and there's Taco about right by yeah. my house like <laughs> mm-hmm. i get and it's cheap it was cheap so i'm like yeah this yeah. is this is gonna be my
0: breakfast yes exactly it's fucking great yeah it's like well wait a minute what if we just Open up a little bit earlier and have some shitty eggs. You guys want this? Yeah.
1: (laughs) I do. Uh,
0: Oh, yeah. So Taco Bell rolled out a breakfast menu by soliciting testimonials from people named Ronald McDonald. Do you remember this? I do. Oh, shit. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Oh, that was so funny.
0: (laughs) They were like, hey, this guy's named Ronald McDonald and he likes Taco Bell. What do you fucking think of that, America? It's like, okay.
1: <laughs> Those commercials were fucking awesome. Uh,
0: a move to which McDonald's responded by providing free coffee for a two-week period. Fucking, that's some bread and circus bullshit. Yeah. Some ancient Rome shit. <laughs> <laughs> McDonald's would not sustain a war on two fronts, the burger and breakfast. So the combination breakfast food and Taco Bell ended... <laughs> the major conflict (laughs) however the burger breakfast and now a new war still smolders on in the background in a never-ending proxy war to keep the burger industrial complex chugging along until the world destroys itself before i get into the final war and by that i mean the most recent one and the one that will most likely end the planet literally and i'm not even joking i want to tell you about some weak attempts made to broker peace between the powers that be however i don't think that this was a genuine attempt On August 26th, 2015, Burger King released an open letter to McDonald's proposing a joint promotion for Peace Day called the Mick Whopper, a combination of the two restaurants' signature burgers. This was rejected by McDonald's, a response that drew mostly criticism. Um, for its tone and the sense of a missed opportunity. Despite the missed opportunity, though, President Barack Obama <laughs> declared <laughs> it, a, it a breaking point in the Fight for 15 movement, reportedly saying that the McWhopper was an example of how American fast food corporations can learn and unite from a common cause. And he <laughs> like basically, he hoped that the McWhopper would make everybody get $15 an hour, a thing he could do with an executive order. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is that is the most liberal bullshit i've ever heard in my life oh my yeah. god i love um, when, the,
2: when the president calls a corporation a person yeah <laughs>
1: oh god
0: um so we're gonna be coming up on 10 years after this shit happened and we're still not at the 15 dollars minimum wage <laughs> dog sure aren't um Oops. On September 1st, 2015, Burger King announced on their Tumblr that they had been approached by representatives from Denny's, Wayback Burgers, Crystal, and Giraffa's, about partnering on a similar project. Burger King then announced the Peace Day Burger, which would feature ingredients from all five, five restaurants' burgers. (laughs) And now, in the chat, I will put a picture of this, this, uh, this crime. <laughs> Uh-oh.
2: I'm, I'm ready to see
0: what this is. Five brands, one burger. <laughs> oh, what? You got bun, sauce, bacon, lettuce, ham, cheese, onions, square burger from Crystal, I guess. I mean... Regular tomatoes, long tomatoes. <laughs> yes, what are <is> these long tomatoes? <laughs>
2: it looks like a a, a cartoon steak that's not cooked
1: also like this is a shipping nightmare (laughs) like god also the fucking crystal logo looks like a cleaning product it does yeah yeah this one this one got bleach on it
2: and the giraffes looks like like a preschool programming
1: yeah, like it, like the crystal logo straight up looks like the shit that I would pour on the floor to mop with. <laughs> but yeah, so this has two, this has two pig products and two cow
0: products on it. This is crazy. <laughs> so Burger King vowed to do a pop up restaurant that would include those peace day burgers. So for one day, for seven hours in one Atlanta parking lot shared by McDonald's and Burger King, <laughs> they handed out fifteen hundred uh, burgers. Or 15,000? I don't remember. It's fine. Either way, it's they, they gave a couple burgers out as a stunt. Yeah. Some could say that this, that this ended the burger wars forever, but as previously stated, a new war would soon rise, and this one, and I'm not joking you at all, is literally contributing to the end of the world. <laughs> this report is going on long enough because it's more of a historical one, but the new wars raging on now, uh, if you're paying attention, are the chicken sandwich wars.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Mm- McDonald's, Burger King, Popeye's, and many other places are trying to advertise you a new crazy chicken sandwich that is oftentimes literally just a slab of chicken, like a pickle, and some kind mm-hmm. of pink sauce, which is the best sauce.
2: I'm upset there's never cheese on these chicken sandwiches, and I'm a cheese man, and, like, why Why do we always leave out the cheese?
1: I think... I don't know. I, I, I do like a, a cheese and chicken sandwich, but, like, if I want, like, a crispy chicken sandwich, then I just kind of want... Like the pickle, the sauce, the chicken, and the bread. Crunch. You
0: know? And so do you do you do you know why the chicken sandwich wars
1: is happening? Um it was was it a Chick-fil-A thing? No, that was oh. okay. I, I thought that's what it was because I thought like people were just like oh well people fucking hate Chick Fil A so we're gonna get on on that but nope. like uh it is a lot more dire than that actually. <laughs> oh no! Oh. The Rate. reason
0: that the chicken sandwich wars are raging on right now uh, is that there is a and and there's also like a race to get like a decent vegan like fast food burger mm-hmm. out there mm-hmm. is that climate change has literally made beef not profitable enough to be the staple product in restaurants. Great. Oh, lovely. That's, that is, that's true. <laughs> I'm not trying to be preachy because, I've, like I've said before in previous episodes, I am vegan. But the amount of water used to raise cattle and produce the food that that cattle needs to eat for like six-ish years uh, mm-hmm. to make one burger is absolutely fucking ridiculous. Yeah. On top of cattle farming being one of the main contributors to greenhouse gases such as methane, not to mention the transport of said meat and the packaging of said meat.
1: Also, it's just fucked up right yep that's right i wasn't gonna go there but yes it's fucked Uh, (laughs) up (laughs) like
0: taco bell says uh think outside the bun and they have tried to go a new way to fight this war um like gidget always philosophized about their products fucking suck though for this chicken sandwich war y'all i don't know if you've seen the like naked chicken chalupa or the naked chicken nachos it is literally shitty chicken pressed into a taco shelf shape yeah or into it's just nuggets but they're they're like yeah
1: yeah it is it's like they 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 saw the double down and took all the wrong answers from it that's yeah. that that's that yum brands shit. i am like i i would describe myself as a taco bell enthusiast mm-hmm. um the naked chicken stuff is not good <laughs> like I, I don't i don't fuck with it at all it just sucks and it's like. It's like greasier in a way that I, uh, that I, more than I want it to be, you know? Yep. It's one of the products that they give you a cardboard holster <laughs> to eat. Yeah. Up. Yeah. 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 And like they do that with like the regular chilupas. Like I love the quesalupa. I kind of miss that shit. That shit ruled. But like, you know, like uh, there's, I don't know. <laughs>
2: it, what's funny is they've tried this on both ends too, because the breakfast had the naked egg taco, the bra- naked egg mm, breakfast taco. Yeah. And that was like, the, the egg is slimy.
0: I don't want to touch, yeah, touch that. Naked yeah. egg is a bad. That's a
1: bad mouth feel on like, like many levels. Honestly, like the fucking uh, like Taco Bell with the breakfast side of things. Every time they've tried to do a breakfast taco, it has not been good at all. Yeah. No, it's just um, like just do a just do a sandwich. Just do burritos. Bud. It's right there. Yeah. yeah. And they do, and they're great. I had one the other day that was just fucking filled with a hash brown good fuck yeah i
2: love that oh they also have like the dressed egg taco they couldn't just call it an egg taco they're like no no this one is
1: clothed yeah this one has a suit (laughs) the pervert chicken taco (laughs) (laughs) the the chad chicken chalupa
0: (laughs) so i i i do my report um a lot of times i do it uh voice to text so that i can do it faster Mm. because I, i literally do this like an hour and a half before we record mm-hmm. um because i feel that that lets me have better weirder ideas <laughs> but like my next line is like it's 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 gross dude <laughs> <laughs> it's really true um so where this war will take us we don't know dozens of restaurants are competing in this war though more than the burger wars ever included mm-hmm. and if there's a new hero such as Gidget that doesn't arise It may be too late for this world. So that is that's the lore on the wars and Gidget. But there is a Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, Taco Bell definitely got their comeuppance, their 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 karmic uh, repayment for having a basically racist uh, um, advertising thing. So here's what happened in 2003. Oh, actually, in 2000, they they ended the the Yokero Taco Bell commercials, mm. and their sales immediately dropped 6%, which is oh, lovely. Um, But in 2003, Taco Bell lost a lawsuit by two Michigan men who had pitched the concept of the Chihuahua to Taco Bell six years earlier at a licensing show, which, in and of itself, I don't know what that pitch is. It's just like, hey, have you guys seen these little fucking dogs? <laughs> <laughs> Like you know I, people love? People love dogs. <laughs> um, you know how everyone says that your fucking beef is dog food? Wow. Wow. Well. <laughs> um, so Taco Bell worked with um, these two people for over a year and failed to pay them, according to court documents. Mm. Um, they sued and in two thousand three a jury awarded them thirty point one million in compensation plus twelve million in interest. <laughs> oh, lovely. So Fuck yeah. fucking Taco Bell had to pay fucking forty two point one million dollars to a guy that was just like, Do you like Schwartz? <laughs> yo,
1: yo, consider the following dogs. Hey Pepsi, do you like Shelties? Uh- <laughs> <laughs> uh, my uh, my emails in my bio. Uh- yeah, fuck it. I'm going to get legal Eagle on this shit. This is this this is my this is my first will and testament, damn it.
0: <laughs> um so Taco Bell then in turn sued the advertising agency that worked on Gidget's campaign with them saying you should have told us that somebody said Chihuahua before. <laughs> <laughs> they lost that lawsuit as well perfect <laughs> so so that concludes all oh the lore on Digit the, Chihuahua,
1: the gorilla um, warrior of the burger wars i mean what is gorilla warfare if not fighting live moss
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, yep. I, cool. I love that wendy's got into the breakfast game way late and But they also tried to do the McDonald's thing where they're like, hey, yeah. we have McDonald's old head chef. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And he's now eating our breakfast. And like Wendy's breakfast is like, it's, it's okay. fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Their burritos are sad. They're like we have the bake. We have a breakfast baconator. And I'm like, I don't care. Fuck I'm off, like, Dave. Cool. Like fucking come to me whenever you genetically engineer a breakfast frosty because I want that. <laughs> Yeah, wait I mean, let's no, be real did. that's just a frappuccino listen bud um, they do
0: a frosty chino okay Yeah.
1: oh fuck <laughs> yeah it does okay. exist Cam thought he was spitting hot fire but that shit already I exists
2: <laughs> cool <laughs> I, I don't know if you guys remember this there was a second like breakfast campaign for Taco Bell where it was just like two old men like sitting in their car watching young people get breakfast at Taco Bell they're like these
1: dang kids in their <laughs> hip breakfast
2: <laughs> <laughs> who's getting a- tacos for
1: breakfast Oh no. Well the answer is nobody, because they don't do that anymore.
0: (laughs) They're fucking they had a fucking Statler and Waldorf for fucking
1: tacos. I like to picture it's just those old those dudes in the fucking Sonic commercials, but they're just like 50 years older and they're just like, I don't understand this. I keep trying to do a report on them and it's
0: not working and I'm mad about (sighs)
1: it. Those those guys are so fucking annoying. It's just (laughs) some good shows. Yeah. Oh, don't do that to
2: me. (laughs) Those guys are like in an internal hellscape that I'm very curious about.
1: (laughs) Oh, Okay, You've just given us some ideas. All right. Well, uh. Jesse, thank you so much for being here. Thank you
2: for having me. This is a good yeah, time. I love uh, uh, I love having dread in on a Sunday afternoon.
1: You know, that's 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 uh that's America. Um <laughs> that America. where can uh where can people find or hear and see more of you on the internet?
2: Uh yeah, I have two podcasts I do myself. Uh one's called Why Comics. I have had you guys on before doing something yep. quite like this, um, where uh nate and I explain some characters to you, Cam. Um, you can find that on just Twitter at Y comics pod. And I do another podcast with a, a friend of ours called, uh, free reeling it, where we talk about movies. It's uh, free reeling it as an R E E L, uh, Good. as a movie Good. reel. Good. And I think that's just that free reeling it on Twitter. Um, and then me personally, if you want to follow me with my stupid, <laughs> my stupid comments on stupid <laughs> things that go around on the internet, uh, it's just that sleeper of the bed on Twitter and anywhere else on social media, probably.
1: Hell yeah. Go follow Jesse. Jesse is great people. Uh, well, if you've made it this far, thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you want to support our silly shows, you know, subscribing, on whatever platform you're on and leaving us a rating would really help us out. Uh, we got a Patreon now. Um, you can get there by going to bigbone.zone in your web browser, a bunch of different, uh, tiers and stuff there. Get you things like behind the scenes notes, a unified feed for all of our shows. If you like all of the stuff we do. Um, everything ranging from that to, you know, getting access to the video game robot, or, you know, for a shitload of money, I will officiate your wedding. Stuff like that. And I'll watch. <laughs> yeah,
0: I will watch. Um, just name the yep, <laughs> <yep>. <laughs> I'll be the witness.
1: Or, or, mm-hmm. for one extra dollar, I'll object. <laughs> 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 we'll plan out a whole scene. And then, like, at the end of it, then Nate and I will get married, and it's great. Oh, shit. Um, I will forever hold his peace. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you liked whatever the hell this ended up being, uh, check out the rest of the stuff we do at @somegoodshows Some Good Shows on Twitter. You just might like those, too. Also, somegoodshows.biz, where the biz stands for... But please give us money on our Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> Tip tips, fedora, but please <laughs> Our show art and music is by Zach Russell. Their work can be found at Cavity Crew. Please go hire them. They're wonderful. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the Man. And you can find me on Twitter at Position. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you wanted to say something else. Uh, thanks again for listening, everyone. And remember, everybody asks where's the beef, but not how's the beef. Okay, bye.